0: A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars. In the year 2012, the series lied long dormant until Disney bought Lucasfilms and decided to reboot the series with a sequel trilogy. Many directors were touted to take on the task including David Fincher, Brad Bird and Ben Affleck. That was until Jar, Jar Abrams took the geek and redefined cinema forever with The Force Awakens. <laughs> the film was received extremely positively but it was really well known as a basic remake of A New Hope. Things took a turn for the stranger and more controversial when Ryan Johnson came on board for the sequel, The Last Jedi. Many people hated it, but not me. I think it's cool. In our final episode of Total Reboot, the Star Wars miniseries, which concludes today. Hello, totalitarians, and welcome to another episode of. Total Reboot, the only podcast where two little funny fellas go through the entire (laughs) cinema history just to see which movies have been rebooted, remade, and ripped off. Today, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I'm Alexi Toliopoulos, and with me, as always, is Cameron James.
1: Hello, and I do declare that it is official that we are the only podcast on the internet... About movies,
0: uh-huh. it's true. Someone tried logging a new one into iTunes this week, what did we do? We
1: we said, get that fucking thing out of here. There's only mm-hmm. one movie podcast where two dudes talk about cinema,
0: yeah. and we are it. We won't have that shit. We have said in the past, we are allowed to be gender-flipped. If you do a gender-flipped yeah, version, that's, that's allowed. But sorry, Mark Fennell, you are history, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we got a wonderful special guest for us here today
1: to talk about the sequels. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the pod, Jen Fricker.
2: Oh, hello. Oh, Yes, we can shall give myself? you an
0: applause. You may. You can do whatever you like. We're <laughs> in your house. That wow. was nice.
2: Thank you. What You're do you so- call that? I call it clapping.
0: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm so impressed right now. Give it a go. Yeah. I'm too scared. Go like, on. Give it a go. Okay.
1: How
2: about you, Cam?
1: Um, Can you hold my mic? Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) How was that? Uh,
2: um, I think it was great. Okay. The thing about clapping is everyone can do it. And if you're listening at home right now, pause the podcast, give it a go.
0: We'll, get, we'll just cut this bit out so people yeah. can... Yeah, they can pause it, yeah. and now...
2: Should we talk about something else while yeah, they do? talk about
0: some shit while they do their clapping. I mean, what the heck is up?
2: How are you guys? Oh, Freaking
0: God, don't get me don't started. Get started. It's <laughs> been get a wild ride. Oh, God, we have been doing some crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, we've been doing crazy shit. We've yeah. been doing drugs. Today. Cam's been doing ammo. Yeah, we've Cam been
2: does doing ammo really? all day. Yeah. You're yeah. keeping that noise <laughs> <sleep>, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: How um, are you? Welcome yeah. back, you guys. Sorry, Welcome sorry, back. Sorry, sorry, the sorry. pause is over. <laughs> so, Jen, today we are going to be talking to you today about the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Mm. We, of course, began our Star Wars mini series with the Akira. Kuros- oh no, yeah. Akira. You have to commit to that pronunciation
1: oh, no. Akira-,
0: Akira Kurosawa. Classic (laughs) The Hidden Fortress, which of course inspired George Lucas to create the monster-fueled space odyssey that is Star Wars star wars star wars as a whole to, to create it all he did it all with that and i'm so proud of george to have done that then we continued on to talk about george lucas's movies the original trilogy and then we did another episode about the prequels and of course we have recently released another episode about solo a star wars story the most currently available film in the star wars franchise what? you can see it in cinemas now
1: this Semi character that you're doing
0: is the real me. It's the
1: real me. <laughs> <laughs> Just a proud nerd, and that's fine. Hey, by the way, Fricka, you saw mm. Solo at yeah. the same screening as us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think?
2: Uh, it was fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As
2: yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I think what happened was I as I don't know. I feel like every true Star Wars fan mm-hmm. reads up now about everything that's going on with yeah. these new films. So uh, I was very aware that um. Lord and Miller were going to direct it. Mm-hmm. Fucking love them. You're a true Star them.
0: Wars fan, true comedy nerd. Exactly. Hmm.
2: Um, because I, I loved the Lego Movie and I love Last Man on Earth, so I was like, "Fuck, that's going to be so good." And then, like, I heard that they were doing heaps of improvised takes. And like, we were talking about it just before that. Yeah. We're kind of expecting it to be kind of what Thor Ragnarok yeah, is to like the rest funnier, of the Yeah, like
1: a funnier, lighter take on the. Yeah, and genre. like
2: Solo and Chewbacca, the two of the funniest. Like funniest cunts in the galaxy. They're the funniest cunts in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah,
0: Chewbacca's special was mind blowing for me as a kid. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, the what he can do with that limited <laughs> limited vocabulary that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
2: know he went to Gollio?
0: Really? Oh, it shows. God, it shows. He's I could a clown. Tell. Yeah. The, you can always tell a Gaulier, that's which is a clown school in France that mm. Sacha Brown Cohen went to, mm. can always tell a Goliere person by how they fellate an invisible cock. It's true. Yeah. And yeah. Chewbacca, pff, man, he's one of the best in the biz.
2: He truly is. And then when I saw that Ron Howard was taking over, I was just like, okay, like, it'll be fine. Mm. I,
0: yeah, I felt the
1: exact same yeah. way. It was just like... All right, well, it's going to look good, probably. It's probably going to be a fine movie, but it wasn't anywhere near as exciting as it was when we we knew the Lego guys were doing it. Like,
2: I'll watch Ron Howard direct like, a war movie or something Mm. because he's good with that because he's good with, like, the complexity of filmmaking and that kind of thing, and he's, Mm. like, a very technical director. But I don't... I'm not interested in seeing comedies that he makes. I also I started even if, to even get excited. He's on Arrested Development, well, that's yeah.
1: it. Mm-hmm. The Arrested Development angle started getting me a bit mm. excited again when I went. Oh, no, he has got comedy he's funny, taste. Yeah. He started in comedies. Like he he has chops in that kind of genre. Yeah. And I think what we got was there were funny bits in the movie that I think were hangovers from the Miller and Lloyd mm. Lord mm. version, but the.
0: The seriousness felt like watching a Ron Howard movie.
2: Yeah.
0: I didn't really... It just felt a bit... I'm still into it. I loved it. I I liked Ron Howard in the mould of that because I have said that I think he's like a great... Uh, workman, journeyman director that doesn't really have his own distinct voice. Mm. So getting a guy like that in the Star Wars mold just worked for me. <laughs> Which is the greatest compliment any oh, veteran director yeah. can ask for. Well, he's an Oscar winner. He's, he's <laughs> an Oscar winner. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need me to sing his praises all the time. He did. That was an Arrested Development
1: oh. uh, reference
2: there.
1: Yeah, we're going to cut to a shot of Ron oh, Howard. Solo
2: would have been great with that.
0: Imagine with if that it had the narrator.
2: I think it would go a Something. something,
0: A little something like that. Like, I wish that he'd done the opening crawl in narration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we dive into the sequels, Jen, what is your history with Star Wars? Where did it all begin for you?
2: Uh, my dad... Taped them off TV for me, Hell which yeah. is like how I mo- watch most movies. Like what ads
0: movies. were in there? Do you remember?
2: <laughs> <laughs> John a lot Yeah, uh, I yeah. would say. Yeah. I think the Cadbury Gorilla, iconic gorilla oh, playing wow. drums Collins. to Phil Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, funniest we all remember. Ad of all time. Yeah, it is the funniest. And yeah. that's in sport inspired me to go into comedy. <laughs> 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 was, was that ad? I'm trying to think what else. God,
0: I would have loved to have seen a lineup back in the day of the gorilla from. Cabriad mm. Chewbacca mm. and just probably Harry from Harry and the Henderson. Yes, man, yeah. jamming that would be sweet. Oh, sick. as an improv invite group, me
2: to that party because I want to be there. I'll drop in. My dad was actually very fastidious with like pausing the record, um, like the record button while the ads were on. He oh, was because right, right, he'd right. love cinema, yeah. you know, and that's yeah, why yeah. he did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Um, so, yeah, my dad, because my dad was a massive Star Wars fan, so there was that. We had figurines in the house and that kind of thing. And then, yeah, we were very. I remember him taking me to see Phantom Menace. I remember the long car drive home afterwards where we just mm. didn't say anything to each other. Hmm. Um, I dressed up as Princess Amidala for Halloween one year. Yeah. And then Padme for the next one. Hey. Wow. Wow. Recycle okay. the Halloween. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's. And then. And my dad actually worked on one of the Star Wars films. He like rent. He was like a production manager, I think, or something like that. Or he rented oh, really? out equipment. Wow. on On uh, episode two, I think <gasps> they shot. In. We just had someone
0: that worked on episode two on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Angus, Angus Truscott. Truscott. Yeah. He was. Uh, mm. He's uh, mm. <laughs> my dad. Oh I love shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Holy How crap. does that That's work sick. out, maths wise? I'm. Um, I'm very. Young, I'm okay. a little baby. Okay. okay, baby. Yeah. Okay. Little baby, they call me a little baby genius.
0: You're a little baby genius. Yes. Do you have a Do you have a character <laughs> that you loved in Star Wars, a main character or a side character?
2: <laughs> Jar Jar, B- no. Yeah. Um,
0: Jar Jar Binks fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, we think he's the best.
2: <laughs> yes, I have always loved. Um, the fifth character which was the planet of Tatooine yeah totally
0: I get it Um, it's like the Beatles I get it Tatooine really is like a character it's harsh covered in sand Mm. gets everywhere yeah the Mm.
1: way that they shot Tatooine reminds me of how Woody shoots New York (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I was a girl, so you just go for the. I was a girl. You were... I still am. Yeah. A girl. No, you're a woman. I'm a beautiful woman. Yeah. I'm a strong,
1: strong, striking, yep. brave, powerful, gorge, thank you, and powerful woman.
2: Yeah. And so obviously, I related the most to the Ewoks yeah, and yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah, um, the Ewoks
0: yeah. are some of the strongest women in the yeah. galaxy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the way they just carry on, their resilience. Yeah. Yeah. They're quiet, but and people often underestimate them. but yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're always there for you.
0: And they're beautiful singers. And
2: they're beautiful singers. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm with you guys on this journey. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, let's get into the current journey. Let's have a little listen to what the sequels sound like.
3: Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish. What you started?
2: There
0: are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it. Every generation has a story. 30 years after defeating the Galactic Empire, Han Solo and his allies face a new threat from the evil Kylo Ren and his army of stormtroopers. Whoa! That's a pretty basic, uh, pretty basic synopsis of the Force Awakens, which of course is the first film in the newly awoken Star Wars sequel trilogy. The first film directed by J.J. Abrams. Second film directed by Ryan Johnson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love his character.
0: Ryan Johnson is—he's a director of the Last Jedi, the second and most controversial film in the Star Wars franchise. It's barely a character, Jen. Mm. It's just is like who he speaking is. In a
1: faster voice. And you yeah.
2: squint your eyes a bit more. A little bit. And well- he's
1: doing that voice so you... Like you laugh and you're distracted by the fact that he actually it's knows re- these. I know all this. From a real
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and the eye squinting is not part of the character. That is me accessing oh, a part no. of my brain. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst when someone points out the part of the joke that is the real part? Oh. And they're like, oh, I love how you were dancing. And then you're, and you're like, like, that's. Oh, that wasn't the. That was. Uh, yeah, nah. Was- oh,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah, totally that was the real me up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, were you. What did you feel when you knew the Force Awakens was going to be coming out? How did that make you feel knowing that they were rebooting the franchise again? Mm. Were you excited or were you kind of like, nah?
2: I don't know. Maybe you guys felt the same, but w- when I found out they were rebooting it, part of me was like, don't do not do this to me because I can't go <laughs> through this again. Like, you've yeah. already broken my trust once. You can't – I don't have the resilience yeah. to be brokenhearted again. Yeah. You know? So, it was definitely that feeling. But then uh, – and also with J.J. Abrams, I'm like, they just get him to reboot everything now. Yeah. That
1: kind of annoyed me, too. I remember being like, you've already given him the other big sci-fi franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Why give him the next one as well? What has he got
2: in space? What's his, like... Whose nudes does he own in space? Mm. Oh, space you nudes. Know? Space nudes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The best nudes because there's no gravity. So
0: Oh, good. my God. You can see so some good. crazy <laughs> there's shit. There's some
2: crazy shit happening <laughs> in space. Um, but, yeah, but it was great. It was really... I was really excited that, um, you know, there was a new... There was something to be excited for again, and made mm. me feel like a kid again. You know, I got tickets to the midnight screening. I was working the next morning, so I literally—oh my god went and saw You slept in... like
0: two hours. Yeah, I was doing oh, breakfast radio you the next day. Oh, in and sleep here on the lounge? Or yeah,
2: something? yeah, and and in an <laughs> air-conditioned right. studio, which dried out my throat. So then I was absolutely fucked for the oh. breakfast radio show I had to host. But it was really exciting. I remember going in. I yeah. watched at the Randwick Ritz, and they always do really good fan. Like events, yeah, and everyone was dressed up, and there was like fan made short films beforehand, and everyone was just so excited. And it was really, and I think that's the like enduring legacy of the Star Wars films is that it is truly one of the last collective cinema experiences you can have. Like, in that the hype around it is like genuine, like, it's 40 years worth of, yeah, like. Relation, people's own personal relationships with the franchise and the mm. characters. So that part of it was really exciting. And then also, you know, finding out that there was an actual female lead in mm. it that wasn't just mm. reduced to wearing a bikini. Uh, like, I was like... I don't know. It's funny being a woman at this point in time where people are starting to realize that women are also humans. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm oh, like, because oh, yeah. you just go, think about all the childhood memories you had where you just kind of rationalized the treatment of women you saw on yeah. screen. Like, yeah. no, it's okay that she's like essentially a sex slave to a slug monster because, like, you know, that'll that help these guys. Yeah, Yeah. because
1: then they get to save her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And you
2: kind of rationalize it. And then, like, as an adult woman living in this time, it's like, oh, actually, we could have... The whole time, you could have just changed one character. Mm. And then I was like, wow, I'm really excited for, like, the next generation to see this and grow up with that as a given.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember being so unabashedly excited when... I, when we found out they were going to make new Star Wars movies, mm. I remember when that first trailer came out, seeing ball droids just roll across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I, seeing the designs, the, the way that the do- designs for the characters and the world had all been kind of taken from uh, the great designs of Ralph Macquarie and taking them to a new and kind of bringing them into modern blockbuster cin- cinema style, but still retaining. The heritage of where they came from was something I was so excited for. And then I remember seeing the movie, and in the cinema, kind of I was so nervous at that point. I was seeing it at the IMAX, which had a very steep, very very steep audience section. So I also think I had extreme vertigo <laughs> during the whole movie as well. So I just remember watching it and just going like, "This feels fake. This feels a bit fake. This doesn't feel like the real thing yet." And mm-hmm. then I think it took. Do you me mean a while. that the experience of watching the movie you felt? Both. Like it wasn't a real Star Wars movie? Is At that what the you time, mean? I felt it didn't feel like a real Star Wars movie just mm. because I was just like, this is all different and just a little bit weirder. And it took me a while, probably even like the second viewing to kind of come to terms of like, no, this is Star Wars now and I do like it a lot and I'm thrilled by it and I love the way it looks and I love these new characters. At the time of seeing it, I loved all the new characters. I loved a lot of the new stuff. Um, the main thing that I remember was just how much of a remix and a remake of A New Hope it felt Mm. and I think for me to feel like this franchise I adore so very much, and hold so dear to me, that's like my favourite thing ever was, you know, a bit of an Ouroboros, like the snake was eating itself Mm. was like hard to come to terms with at the time Yeah, but then it made sense to me as like this is a true genuine reboot of the Star Wars franchise where they're trying to make it bigger than ever, they're trying to get more people on board, they're trying to get the same people that had been turned off by the way the prequels had been kind of different uh, in, a, in a way that they didn't like to the originals uh, to bring them back on board to the franchise as well so it made all sense to me and I started to appreciate it as this new thing to cinema called that we call the legacy sequel mm. which is both a sequel and a reboot and I think it is up there with Creed as probably the most successful uh, or Creed of the Rocky film franchise as the most successful reboot legacy sequel style film.
1: Mm. Can I say um, on your point about uh, feeling like it was a snake eating itself a little bit, mm. after? because I felt like that too, but after just watching uh, the prequels again, and then now watching these again, I realised that that's just what these movies do. They tell mm. the same story again and again and again and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I thought that's what the fans liked about it. Mm. That yeah. The, mono myth being told again and again even in the prequel trilogy it's basically the same beats as yeah. the original trilogy you have this young boy plucked out of nowhere mm. being told he's special and then facing a darkness and yeah. having to choose between light and dark except in spoilers but in the prequels he chooses dark what yeah, he goes
0: to the dark side of the Force. Oh, my gosh. That act—that little girl becomes Darth Vader. What? Yeah, what? it's pretty crazy. What? <laughs> 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 but I, that's why I kind of...
1: I don't think I ever totally bought into all this negativity that The Force Mm. Awakens is just a new hope again. Mm. Because I was like, yeah, no shit, that's what these movies are. It's the same Mm. story kind of being told from different characters.
2: Yeah, and then also on that, I remember after Rogue One came out, people being like, like, there wasn't enough action and there wasn't enough this. (laughs) And and so it was just essentially like two hours of someone trying to upload a USB or some shit. It's just like, yeah... I don't know. You get, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. People do not
1: know what they want with this shit. No, they They don't. They really don't. They really don't. If it's too similar to the thing they love, they hate it. Mm. If it's too different, they hate it. Mm. Yeah. Where is the sweet spot?
2: Yeah. And again, you have like 40 years worth of fandom to contend with. And all these like various, um, you know, canon, non-canon like associations with characters and that kind of shit. Like, shit. So,
0: you're talking about the characters in this new film. Uh, I think what was really interesting about this as, like, a reboot of Star Wars was seeing those new characters, Ray, Finn, Poe, Kylo Ren, as kind of being... <laughs> Sorry, what? I keep forgetting his name's Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. I Until so I hear it, and I'm like, who? Oh, yeah, the baddie. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Kylo <laughs> Ren.
0: It's, it's just- a cool fucking name, man. It is a cool name. It I wanted my name cool. to be Kyle when I was a kid. Really? I love like Carl, South Park. Carl from South Park. No. I just thought that's that's <laughs> so dope, dude.
2: That's sick. <laughs> I wanted to be Angelica
0: from Rugrats. Oh, really? Yes, really.
2: Because I was like, she's got a naughty attitude, and that's what I want to be.
1: Yeah, that is a cool name. Yeah. I then... wanted it to be called
2: Skip. Really?
1: No, but I think it's a cool name now. No, Man, I might be if Skip. I grew up
0: with that's you, I would have cool. been calling you Skip.
2: Yeah. Really? After yeah. the bush kangaroo. Hey, yeah, yeah,
0: because you're a skippy, dude. Mm. I am a skip, actually. That's uh, mm. actually uh, what, what people of my culture call Australian fitness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I endeared myself to a group of Greeks recently by saying... <laughs> uh, I'm a skip, and they laughed so hard. Oh, my God. Like, on, I'm, in. I'm in with this. I, it this,
0: killed me, it. me in the room just there. Yeah, it's funny. So, I think it's interesting that these characters, you know, they're all, I mean, they're not all skips this time. <laughs> <laughs> they're from every ethnic background that you could possibly imagine. Okay. <laughs> I guess they are. I guess they are. We got yeah. two uh, two white people,
1: one black person, and one, uh, what's, what's Oscar Isaac? He's
0: Guatemalan. There we go. <sighs> I think he's, he's Guatemalan.
2: Offensively hot. It's disgusting. Yeah. Isn't he's it? so hot. It's
0: too much. It's My fucked. God.
2: It's fucked.
0: He should be disfigured slightly. They should shave they one should eyebrow. Him. Him. Yeah. Yeah. They should <laughs> shave I, one I eyebrow honestly, off the guy's head.
2: Yeah. I honestly hope in the final Star Wars film he gets really depressed. Yeah. And then like just really just ages terribly. Chunks up a bit. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, we need. I a- can't be this actively thirsty on Star Wars, like, like with Han Solo in the original films. Like, obviously he was the he, he was the hot one. He's fucking mm-hmm. hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, I can't. I'm not actively like on the hunt for him. Yeah. Whereas Oscar, you're actively so, on the hunt I'm for Oscar. I'm actively like I think trying to catch act, that. Like,
1: projects a sexuality that Han never projected. Yes, so Han true. Han is hot. But does not ever seem like he's trying to seduce everybody. Okay, Oscar we're talking I about, about like how Han fucks. Fuck mm. How's Han fuck?
2: How, how I believe how Han fuck? as in my consultation, my understanding of the Star Wars universe. Your consultation. Friend, my consultation. Hang on a second. <laughs> that I had with him. No, my understanding of the Star Wars universe. His interaction, for judging from his interactions with other people and the mm. universe, and his background. Yes. You know, I think he fucks bad.
0: Really? I don't want- think
2: he does a good fuck. He's no. a
0: selfish lover. Can I, tell you I, something? I
2: reckon he, he burns up in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Doesn't really give a fuck about you, which can be hot. <laughs> yeah. Depending on if that's your flavour or if not. If that's enough
1: to get you over the line. Yeah.
2: But he's not—he's not a man concerned with other people's uh, no, enjoyment. No, no. Well,
1: this is this is coming straight from um, the late great Carrie Fisher's mouth, but mm. she claims exactly that. Yeah, and they had their affair. Yeah, she said that Harrison
0: Ford was not a good lover.
2: Not good. At Imagine routine. going
0: down in history as being a hottie, but the duddest. But a nutty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the duddest yeah. root.
2: Um, was Oscar Podmarin?
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: he—he he honestly, mm. he feels like he'd take his time. You know? Oh my yeah. God. Don't you yeah. think oh, he's, he's like luxuriate in you?
0: Oh yeah. I think. Um, in
2: you and also in your being. Yeah. Yeah. God.
0: Oh my God. He's, he's got beautiful hair as well.
2: I got yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, really he's got a white eye. Yeah. I has got a white
0: Yeah, but it's because you've been doing a lot of today. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but, so we'll talk about Poe Dameron as a character now, not just mm. the hotness of his not bizarre. A fuck daddy. Yeah. <laughs> but he is kind of. A, I really like this character because he is a remix of, I would say, uh, Princess Leia is the closest character to him in the legacy characters because he's kind of that that scrappy hero of the rebellion who's kind of put who you who seemingly puts the rebellion before him, uh, but is kind of that son of Alderaan just like Leia was, you know? That he's on that next generation, and he's probably the most noble. Of them for the actual cause of the resistance, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool because they remix that with a bit of Han Solo, mm. and I think it worked so well. Mm. You're you're a big fan of this Poe guy, are you? I love him. He's just so hot. Is the main <laughs> so reason. Like, I know we've I covered it, his but little he's BB-8 so hot. Droid.
2: Um, no, what I think it makes him so likable as well is that part. What I really love about the Star Wars mm. films are the like. Depictions of friendship,
3: yeah, they're mm. so
2: lovely mm. and beautiful, mm. and they're always so joyful. Mm. And um, and you, you know, and like when spoilers Lando and like betrays Solo, mm. it was genuinely like a heartbreaking moment. Mm. Because yeah, up until that point, you'd never seen like a like a friendship Betrayal. like that. Yeah, like yeah. that. And like in a way, it's I find it more interesting than any of the romantic mm. interactions. Mm. And I kind of like that they've avoided. That with Ray and um, Finn, Finn, yeah, like there's you know implied kind of a relationship, but I like that there's like that tension between them. Mm. I like that you know Kylo Ren and Ray's relationship to each other is also kind of like they could admire each other and respect each other and have a similar kind of yeah thing, but then the tension is obviously like one being on the dark side and one yeah the force pose pose
1: doesn't have a romantic interest in this at all, no, does he? But he, but he and
2: BB-8 are such good him friends. Him and
1: BB-8 are really good friends, and him and Finn have like yeah. a pretty cool thing going on. I was kind on. of yeah. hoping he and Finn would, uh, you know.
0: Well, that's the fan fiction out yeah. there. Yeah, that's my work. A lot of people...
3: That's you? <laughs> yeah, that's my work.
0: A lot <laughs> all of theorizing. Yeah, it's called Star Wars The Amel Diaries. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> now, I feel like you're really cutting in on my uh, brand right <laughs> okay, now. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. My new brand, which we've yeah. just... <laughs>
2: which is Amel. Which
1: is Amel, apparently. That's dope. Yeah, you're a party yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the way it smells. Mm. It smells cool. And Do you fun. want to
2: hear the most crook Newcastle thing I've ever heard? <laughs> Hit me. Cuz you know, you're a son of the Steel City, Cameron. My friend who is also I think he listens to this podcast, but he um he was telling me that he he and his friends used to sniff ammol then dive underwater and hold their breath oh for as god. long as possible, <laughs> oh god. which
0: is that so is some newy so stuff.
2: <laughs> and then also he wanted so much animal that he burnt his moustache off.
0: Oh my oh. good god! Yeah what the hell yeah is your
2: dad cameron that was daddy that was your dad oh no cameron's
0: (laughs) daddo this is
3: so
2: good hey
0: must
1: run in the family because i also love holding my breath and sniffing the sweet nectar that is amel nitrate Mm.
0: um i think kylo ren is maybe the most genius reinvention of characters in the force awakens and in the last jedi because I th- how can you really follow up a villain as iconic as Darth Vader? And I think coming in with these sequels, they have that big Darth Vader problem. It's looming over them. And to make the problem built into that character, to bake it into that oh, character, It's just brilliant. To make him have that inferiority complex of Darth Vader. It
1: is pretty weird, isn't it? It's like they've made a movie about the movie, in a way. Like, he's... The guy who wants to be as cool as the guy we all think is cool. Mm. Um, I don't know if I have seen enough of this Kylo Ren character to to know if he's good or bad. Mm. Like as a, I like Adam Driver a lot as a performer. Yeah. Mm. I think he's great and like
2: a really interesting choice again. Yeah. for like a massive franchise like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like that Adam Driver just pops up in movies where you're like, yeah, y- you. Like,
1: totally. Yeah, I think he's he's great, and mm. it's crazy to think that the guy we all hated in the first two episodes of Girls is now we're like excited to see him the, as a yeah. baddie and obviously Wars the series. most
2: successful actor out of that whole series. Yeah, yeah,
1: but uh, but I don't know about the character. I'm not. I just don't think we've really? seen enough. I know there's the tortured side, and mm. in especially in the Last Jedi, the whole conflict was could he be turned back to the mm. light side or not but i i don't know it doesn't feel like a big bad to me it's not as looming as darth vader ever
0: was it's too it's too that human exciting or something. though because mm. he is too human it's not the looming threat it's that unpredictable nature of him that i find exciting and or, like scary as well
2: i feel like it's what they tried to do with anakin yeah mm. um in the um first three. Oh
1: my god. Imagine if we had Adam Driver back then to play a young Anakin. Yeah.
2: That would have been so good. I feel like they tried to pick up on that like Mm. tortured, you know vulnerable man and then, you know, obviously fucked it up monumentally. Mm. Whereas like this time they're like, okay, well we've we've seen that. We've seen how terribly that works out so we're Mm. gonna do it right. I also feel like Again, I don't want to get too, like, film theorist on you, but... Hey, this I did is a do, film theory podcast. I did do one whole year of film studies at university Holy as part God. of my arts degree. Holy I don't crap. want to freak okay. you out, but right. Shoot, you I am an degree? intellectual. No. no in not, the arts? No, I didn't finish Oh, you didn't? <laughs> I dropped out after a year. <laughs> That's uh, hectic, dude. That uh, is.
0: I've done that twice, so. I dropped
2: out of university <laughs> to pursue stand-up comedy, so I think oh, I... Yeah, well, Yeah. I didn't
0: know
3: we
1: had a goddamn comedian <laughs> in our
2: midst. But... <laughs> Uh, I really feel like um, everyone kind of calls these, like, the woke Star Wars, like, in terms of diversity and stuff like that, and I think part of that is, and maybe this is such a reach, but uh, Kylo Ren's, like, vulnerability, like, casting the main villain as this kind of impotent, bratty, like, overly emotional man is, like, quite, like, a massive subversion of mainstream film.
0: That's a really good point. I think that's I think that's true, and I think that's what makes it really successful. Mm. And I think hmm. I think that on that diversity th- uh, path, because that has been something that's been for a lot of crappy Star Wars fans something that they've been upset about. Mm. I think that's something that to me is so fucking insane because I think. I mean, like I've been fortunate enough to like see so many films of people that I go, oh, I connected that character. I can see myself in that character. Mm. I think to widen up the most, the biggest film franchise of all time for allowing more people to be able to see themselves on screen is just like that's more exciting. That allows this story to be to connect on a bigger level to and also on a deeper level with everyone.
1: Mm. Let's talk about
0: uh, Ray. Mm-hmm. Ben, Okay. Romano.
1: Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. um, everybody loves him. First of all. <laughs> yeah. Except for his
0: brother. <laughs> oh my, yeah. god. Oh my Robert. God. god. Robert.
2: What a <laughs>
0: Robert Brad. is so jealous. Yeah. You can't hack it.
2: Get over it. That's what <laughs> I
1: reckon. Uh, let's talk about the character of Ray because uh, she was sort we of... We actually
0: co- don't know her saying name. She doesn't have one. It she could be Barone. No it could yeah. be Romano. <laughs> yeah. It could be
1: man. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, Ray <laughs> was kind of positioned uh, like she was going to be the Luke Skywalker of this mm. franchise, which has sort of been undercut in the Last Jedi, I mm. guess, with the kind of big reveal of her lack of lineage to mm. the Skywalker name. What do you? Who does she? Who is she? In com- like comparison to the legacy characters, to you, who do you guys think she's? The most like,
2: as in like drawing a link between, those, yeah, yeah,
1: like because I, I also can't quite see it. Mm. I mean, the-
2: I mean, I guess Han Solo is the obvious one, right? Mm. Like an orphan yeah. who like fights through um poverty and being and the sense of rejection and stuff like that to become good at something. Yeah. In terms of storyline I guess, but not in terms of personality or anything like that.
0: I think the the cool thing about these characters is a mix of all three in all three where mm. it's hard to just go, this is exactly mm. that person, this is exactly that person. I think she's got a lot of Luke. I think she's got a lot of Han. I think it is mainly Luke's storyline wise, where yeah. it is her She is, you know, the protagonist. She's becoming a Jedi. Yeah, Yeah. we're following her hero's journey. Mm. Um, But the hero's journey, I think for her, takes a bit of a different shape than it did for Luke because she is someone with more agency than Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker really had to depend on everyone else Mm. to kind of get through his adventure. She, She has her friends, but she kind of doesn't want to put them in harm's way and goes from the start, a lot of the journey on her own. She's independent. She has been largely independent. Well, I guess
1: because the, the last film we just saw with her in it, she was mm. pretty much isolated for the entire film.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. So, yeah, you're right. It's less of an ensemble thing for her and more of uh, a solitary journey.
0: It's more of her coming to terms with being able to rely on others, whereas Luke was was dependent on others from the beginning. Mm.
1: Yeah. What do we think about... Um, obviously, if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, mm. um, I mean... Fuck- it's been out for ages. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's been out for nearly 40 years. It's at been, this been out point. for 40
1: yeah. years. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if we spoil some things, I'm not sorry. Yeah.
2: But also, you're listening to Star Wars podcasts. You can't yeah, exactly. complain about spoilers. Exactly. exactly. Um, what do
1: we think about the reveal, or maybe it wasn't, that she's not a Skywalker? In The Last in Jedi. In The Last Jedi.
2: Um, I do like it in that, like, whoever is driving the whole thing creatively is really out there to just. Like kill some dreams, mm. yeah, um, I saw this thing on Reddit the other day where um this guy was talking about how his uncle is really mad at Ryan Johnson mm. for killing off Admiral Akbar off screen, like just yeah. completely mm-hmm. unceremoniously. Destroy, like, disregarding mm. yeah. one of the most famous characters of, like, the last 40 years. That's
0: insane yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, sure, it's something like that I could be peeved about, but yeah. it's like, imagine being fueled by that anger oh, that totally. yeah. a minor, like, less-than-secondary-tier character in a film from 40 years ago yeah. is, like, killed off-screen in a film. I thought it was totally. cool that he even got name checked. Yeah,
3: totally. Yeah. I was like,
1: oh, nice shout-out. At- I recognise that name. Yeah.
2: yeah, at this point you're just like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, totally. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of like it. Like, mm. And, again, I feel like it would just be too neat
0: mm. if it, she
2: did have lineage or yeah. whatever. Um, and... It does really seem like they're trying... These new films differentiate themselves mm. in, like, ways like that. In more of the um discipline of the writing rather than the um, faithful recreation of the original films.
1: I think I read that uh, Ryan... John. That was Ryan Johnson's decision. Mm. So, and he started writing uh, The Last Jedi before... Force Awakens had come out, mm. he'd read the screenplay, and I think his, according to him, the way he began writing was, what can I undo? Yeah. Mm. Which is crazy to think that, like, to go... Does that mean he didn't like The Force Awakens? What does it mean? Because it's yeah. like he went... I think right, he I
0: likes look. it, but I think he's a clever filmmaker where he sees, I've got the meat of the story, I've got the the middle act, Yeah, I've got the turning point, mm. I've got the darkest hour, and I think what he did creating the darkest hour for all these characters was... Finding the worst thing that could happen to them, the thing that would challenge them the most, and ha- have them have to go through it. So for Ray, her worst thing that she could have possibly heard in that moment was that, hey, you are nobody. You yeah. No place to yeah. And go Nobody outside. wanted mm. you. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I gotta say, even though I thought that was really cool, and I, I like the idea that the implication is this you know, story or the story of the hero doesn't have to be tied to a bloodline or Mm. characters we know. It can be anybody, as the, like, final moments of The Last Jedi, again, Mm. implied. Um, But as someone who does, like, pop songs and neatness, I think there was a big part of me, too, that was like, but come on, just...
2: Just give us that. Just,
1: like, make her a Skywalker. Yeah. So then, like, like, it all makes sense. Yeah.
2: But then it does make me wonder, then what happens to her in the third episode that
1: well, yeah, will make yeah.
2: up hopefully make up for that that's true yeah for like holding back on that and that's why i feel like i assume it's discipline mm. on behalf of like the writers and like the filmmakers mm. that they're keeping that from us and not letting us have that satisfying you know chunk of their yeah. history yeah hopefully because then something there's something else yeah hopefully well i
1: guess in a way we we do have a skywalker in these new leads in yeah, Kylo Ren, the saga mm-hmm. And it is it's interesting that now the Skywalker is a villains again. Yeah. So that's that's well, it's not the first time they've been villains, but it's like <laughs> oh, yes, they had actually have one of the most famous villains in Star <laughs> <a>, Yes, Anakin <laughs> Skull
0: could turn to the dark side. He and into evil <laughs> and reprehensible Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 but he did uh. find redemption in the end. If only Kylo were to know this. Mm. Do you think Kylo will know this? I think he will. I think he. I think. Um, I think he will find out the truth behind his grandpa. <laughs> 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 um, what do you think of the legacy characters' uh, positions in these films? I'm talking your looks. I'm talking your layers. I'm talking your Han Solo's. It's um, actually Han. Han. It's actually a Han. Okay. Han. It's Ham. <laughs> ham Solo. <laughs>
2: ham sandwich. Yeah. That's how I eat ham. <laughs> uh, um, I like the use of Luke as a metaphor for like. Um, well, just a thing of neck like beards. neck beards and <laughs> you know, the alt right. No, um, I like, I like that Luke in the later films becomes is depicted as frail. I like that they're all depicted as frail, yeah, mm. and you know, losing relevance because, yeah, you know, that's how time works, and we mm. can't just prop people up forever as you know, important and central, yeah, um, but especially Luke in the, um in The Last Jedi, just his whole journey, like being him showing him as fallible and showing him mm. as, you know, guilty of A crimes dick. and that kind and dick and
0: Grumpy, cranky, yeah, yeah
2: unlikable. Yeah. And again, that's that whole Ryan Johnson thing of like, oh like I'm gonna undo this massive part of it. Yeah. And I know that even Mark Hamilton liked that, but it's it does seem like well yeah like
1: I loved that element of I it. I love
2: that Mark Hamilton liked yeah. that.
1: Yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. just like it.
2: You can't be a hero forever. Yeah, No one exactly. can be a hero forever. And I like that. What is the saying? It's like, you either die young or live long enough to become the thing that you hate. Like, mm. that's, yeah. that's Luke Skywalker.
0: I, I love that. That was my favorite thing about The Last Jedi, was being able to see, like, Luke Skywalker become something that you didn't expect. Especially because mm. if you were someone like me who had, like, a history of, like, either reading some Star Wars novels, playing Star Wars video games, you had a very strong idea of what Luke Skywalker became after... ...after Star Wars... What did he become in he the expanding He became boring. Levels. He just became the leader of all the Jedi. He taught all these other yeah. Jedi. And he was just like a teacher. He was kind of like and Dumbledore. Perfect. Like a headmaster. Yeah. That's the thing that... Anno- By the way, thanks for bringing up Dumbledore. Because <laughs> that's the thing that annoyed me
1: about the Coda at the end of Harry, the last Harry Potter mm-hmm. book. And also, I haven't read the new Harry Potter play... But finding out what these kids are like as adults, yeah. just, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care. I don't it's want like to hear. how
2: JK Rowling just sits on Twitter every day and she's like, mm. Oh, did you know that yeah. such I, and such was trans? Like, like who stop. fucking cares? Well, yes, McGonagall did
0: study transfiguration. She yeah. can be whatever she likes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who
0: gives a fuck? We yeah. don't like,
1: you can't just say this shit retroactively mm. either. Yeah. Is yeah. it baked into the story?
0: Then if it is, I care. But
1: if it's just someone coming up with something later, I don't
0: give a mm. shit. Yeah. And I just loved seeing, him uh as a hermit as someone that was worse than ben kenobi yeah like just becoming cranky by it and just weird by it and i think my favorite sequence i will say now in all star wars is in the last jedi seeing the day in the life of old crabby luke skyway this is the
1: sequence that people people fucking hated yeah Yeah. sucking
0: that green tit milk oh my god when i saw that on the big screen i was like oh, my God, this is the best shit I've yes. ever seen. <laughs> Seeing Lob- Luke gulp up tit milk immediately on the big screen was just like, uh, uh, it was a, a revelation for yeah. me because it was grubby.
2: And, like, centralising the young characters and making the older char- the legacy characters yeah. irrelevant or killing them off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what will make Star Wars con- t- continue to be relevant. Yeah. Because, like... Because, like, you know, as we hold up, like, Hitchcock films and stuff like that, of course, like, they're always going to be important. Mm. But, like, no one, like, under the age of 20 gives a fuck about that currently. Yeah, exactly. And that's who pop culture is driven by. So, like, Mm. you have to kill off these people or you have to make them become ugly because, like, you have to show that people can't be perfect all the time. You have to show that people age and become, you know... Um, unlikable. And like we were
1: saying earlier with the like you're damned if you do damned if you don't if they kept these characters the same as they were in their last appearances yeah. people would have hated that just mm. as much
0: if not more. Totally. And there's just there's no growth. I think mm. it's is an excellent form of growth in cinema in, in, in franchise cinema. And I think what Ryan Johnson did and why I think he why I really like The Last Jedi and especially the stuff with Luke in The Last Jedi is uh the way I see him and see J.J. Abrams J.J. Abrams is a very modern filmmaker who is someone that was influenced and inspired by people like George Lucas and people like Steven Spielberg and that's the kind of films that he makes he makes movies that feel like modern versions of those films Mm -hmm. I see Ryan Johnson as a kind of person who is a real student of cinema and student of cinema history and I see him as someone that is like someone like Steven Spielberg like someone that is like George Lucas who was inspired by people like Akira Kurosawa. And I think that is what he brings to this film. I said at that time perfectly. I'm so (laughs) proud of my damn self. And seeing him bring that influence back into Star Wars, back from the samurai cinema and Japanese cinema roots, is something that I never thought I would see in a Star Wars film after seeing The Force Awakens. Mm. I thought they were all going to be very like George Lucas called them retro movies and to see it feels like something beyond that and see it be its own thing see it be a film that's not just about Star Wars it's about something bigger than Star Wars and seeing it feel like the movies that inspired it was something that I found so like transcending Mm. and that's why I love it more as an Someone who's a film fan now, not just a Star Wars fan, is why it's one of my favorite entries in the franchise. Mm. And I think all the stuff with Luke feels so much like a samurai film. It feels so much like The Hidden Fortress. He feels like that grumpy general from The Hidden Fortress who's oh, been yeah, forced to live out in the mm. in the wilderness now, away from everyone else. And just seeing that, like seeing that evolution of that character, like having to hunt for himself. That montage feels so much like something that could be in like Seven Samurai or any samurai film from the 1950s.
1: Plus, and I don't know if you are aware of this, but a lightsaber... Very much resembles a samurai sword. Yeah. yeah, Cam, Cam's got a few katanas around his <laughs> yes. house. I
2: often go. I'm obsessed with can katanas. Can we take cyber? Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with this new TV show called Forged in Fire: Knife or Death. I've seen
1: you posting this on your Instagram story. So
2: fucking good. What is this show? Okay, so it's a History Channel show. Okay. That is about knife sports. Wow. So it's kind of like um American Ninja, <laughs> but instead of being like athletes that have to complete, like, physical... They're just um, people who do knife sports, so people who make their own knives, um, and then they have to go through these, um, like, gauntlets, right? And it's them just chopping through shit with their homemade knives. And, like, they all, you know, it's so American. It's hosted by Goldberg, the WWE restaurant. Oh, I'm familiar with Goldberg. And and also um, this ex-Green Beret, like... Army officer, so he's always talking like, "Drop the knee, use the knife technique. Your Mm. cardio's not good enough because none of their cardio is good enough because they're all like they make knives, crazy people (laughs) whose whose hobbies are making knives. But there's one called the American Samurai,
3: where he got he got
2: um like a katana made. He's like, you know, (laughs) obviously." So so they don't come out of Japan. So I got one made to my spec in um China, and then like it does not last the first round, and he's devastated. What it like breaks? Just, yeah, the top <laughs> of it just starts chipping off, and he's so dis- disappointed. But the, my favorite part is that he dresses up like a samurai, and he's really trying to like ham fistedly like smoosh Japanese phrases oh, into his yes. like t- pieces to camera and stuff, and it, or he will be like hi, and then like like to any anyway. It's great. Is this it's man so what? good? Yes, he is. Excellent. And like from the Midwest, you know? Like he's probably never been to Japan. Like, and I love it. I love this show so much. White
1: people who love
0: samurai culture are the
1: funniest people.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you think George Lucas has a katana?
0: I think I have one of the original katanas from uh, from the Seven Samurai.
1: I have a Hattori Hanzo sword. Whoa, from yeah. oh. Kill Bill! Kill Bill, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, I bought it from Paddy's market.
3: <laughs> That's dope, dude. That's dope. Yeah,
1: I don't. For the record, I'm being, uh, I'm playing a character. <laughs> um, I reckon that jo- the you're right actually because even from watching the prequels. I mean, sure, they kind of look a little bit like samurais. They've mm. got the cool like hair and shit like that, and they wear robes.
0: Hell yeah, dude!
1: But it doesn't. They don't feel like samurai
0: movies mm. at all. But no.
1: this one maybe does. It's got the has yeah. it's, well, it's got the arc of one like bringing an old master back, right? That's yeah, I think. I think it's yeah. got the grittiness
0: mm. of a samurai film. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. I think that's. I think that's what it. I think that's what he brings to it.
3: Mm.
0: My
1: favorite thing, and I've said this on the record before, is that Salt Planet. You oh, love that salt I love that salt. I love that salt planet with the uh,
2: like red, red underneath, underneath, underneath it. it. Yeah. I think about that like once a week.
1: It's probably the coolest image in Star Wars. Mm.
2: The, the planet's literally bleeding underneath them.
1: So good. It's
2: so good. Like that, the planet is so scarred by battles.
1: Seeing the red kick up. Oh. Also seeing um, Laura Dern's character go light speed through a big ship was yeah. also very cool yeah that's pretty cool i reckon any star wars fan right now is going to be furious yeah. at all the things i've just yeah. said her, her name is holdo <laughs> i'm like yeah laura dern from laura twin peaks yeah. when she goes really fast through a battleship
2: um the worst part of that film is leia flying through space
1: that's possibly true also, that's something yeah. that i struggled with that I, and
2: i do think about that at least once a week and it makes me yeah
1: better. Did, do you guys, I assume, we all thought that's when she was going to die? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is Which I was scary. Which ex- I was into when you, we saw her floating through space. I went, okay, well, that's a nice image visually mm. to send yeah. her off with. Yeah. But then when she started flying, I went, oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. No, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. no.
0: <laughs> so you could do that superhero pose. Was uh, It was yeah. a lot. It was a lot to handle. And it was that, a lot.
2: It felt like, you know, when try- people were trying to, like be, like, includes symbolism, but you you just, it's inscrutable. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. what it felt like. I was like, what mm. are you referencing? Like, what are you yeah. trying to, and you know, like we were saying, Ryan Johnson's such like a film He's student, a visionary, yeah. Yeah, that it really felt like a metaphor that I wasn't understanding. Yeah, And I'm sure someone will... That's the best part fucking, about being an auteur, is yeah. you can
1: always just say you didn't get it. You didn't get it. Yeah. But
2: I'm sure there'll be some dickhead or DM me and be like, obviously oh, so it's a rough, it's a reference to.
1: That's a cool voice.
2: Hey, thanks. No worries. We That's should man. get all those guys to hang out oh. Um Actually, um...
0: I think you'll find that, um... Actually, actually... Actually,
2: <laughs> actually, I find that you don't smile enough in your photos is a real message I got the other week.
1: You don't smile enough in your photos? No, I don't. Well, you got to cheer up.
2: I know! Put on smile my on Instagram feed. That
1: is such... Great feedback.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Keep it coming, it's guys. It's really appreciated. Thank you so much.
1: That's unacceptable. Now, we've talked about some, a couple of things that we found a bit weird about this movie, especially yeah. the flying layer. What, Um, I mean, what do you want to see for this third one? What do you want to be the closure of this mm. trilogy? Or or even not necessarily the third one here, but the future Star Wars movies that are coming out. Because guess what? One's coming out every three weeks for the next <laughs> <laughs> 70 years. I
2: want... To see my dream threesome okay. of Poe Dameron oh, yes. Finn, yes. and Finn Yeah. BB-8 oh, oh, yes. getting fucking messy. Oh, BB-8 as a of, vibrating
0: egg. BB-8 yes, right? just rolling Using around. Using BBA yeah. on each other yeah. and
2: just fucking submitting to each other and just being vulnerable and nude. Oh,
1: taking turns being both the submissor and yeah. the dominant one.
2: Yeah, and just being not afraid of mess. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's going to get sticky, icky, icky. It's
2: going to get so sticky and gross. And then... And it's just going to be one of those things that maybe they will. I want it to be call me by your name. Oh, my God. What that's what you want the third <laughs> one to be But it. with a droid.
0: I want to be call me by your name, but we don't pan over to a tree with the action yeah. oh, okay. I want to zoom in.
2: I want a slow zoom in oh, instead of panning gosh. away. That's
0: yeah. so cool. That'll be awesome. I mean, like, I actually have no idea what I, I have no idea in my head what I want it to be. I just want to be surprised, and that would surprise me. <laughs> I reckon uh, <laughs> the inevitable conclusion
1: is mm. that Kylo Ren will redeem himself and become a good guy. So I don't even know if mm. that's going to happen. I think it's going to. There's no other way for this. People would be so pissed off. Mm. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And maybe that they don't care anymore, and they're a- they're fine with pissing people off. But yeah. I feel like Disney would be like, no, 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 don't worry. He's good. He's a yeah. Skywalker. He's good. Don't worry. He'll yeah. do something really good at it. I the end. just
0: hope they get challenged more, I hope they get we get surprised more as an audience and I hope we see a little bit of blood, some bloodshed. You want to see blood? I want to see people get cut up.
2: (laughs) I want to see people get cut up too, but in a different way. Hang on a second. (laughs) Are still talking about that (laughs) Poe Dameron?
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: You want to see blood play? Exactly. Oh, wet work? I love that sort of shit. Well, and we also know that Ryan Johnson now is doing his own new trilogy of the franchise, and that's something that I can't... I don't know what it's going to be either.
1: Who's directing this third one in the... J.J.
0: Abrams has returned to the director's chair. Mm.
1: Jar Abrams himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jar <Jar-Jar laughs> is back at the helm. Okay. I
0: wonder, I, I think he is, I mean, he's already done one. I think he's a good choice to close it out. Because I think he is, I mean, he's a safe director. So I'm interested to see what he does. But I'm also, like, not excited by it. Mm. I
1: reckon it would be cool if the Star Trek characters <laughs> came into this universe, and then we had Kirk, Captain Kirk, and um, Poe Dameron fighting side by side on the bridge.
0: Well, actually, Cameron, I think that would be very hard for me to understand that <laughs> as happening because one happens in our Earth timeline, the other one happens in a galaxy far, far away. So therefore, they would have to have both a time a tremendous creature, or perhaps a um, spaceship capable of flying great distances.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or how about if the Guardians of the Galaxy came in? Oh, in this that'd shirt. be. I,
2: you know what I want to see yeah. actually in this? I want to see them battling to Led Zeppelin Oh, Queen. Yeah, that would be dope. Or, or rap music.
0: Oh, rap! I love rap. Star
2: Wars set to rap. Yeah, music. I'm honestly, guys, with rap. I
0: hate all this Every idea that you have given, I'm glad that you're not I part of the Disney team.
2: Relax to do it.
0: Okay, that is <laughs> offensive to, to me as a nerd boy.
2: Also, like, fuck. Disney just collecting some of the most furious fandoms, like mm, oh my God. Marvel and Star Wars. Like, yeah, just, insane. Yeah, like the most easily pissed off <laughs> audiences, and then to be like, hey, we're going to take you all under our wing and then give you new material. like, yeah. oh.
1: It's huge. Yeah. I want to see Mickey up there
0: with them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we please reboot Mickey Mouse?
2: I want to see the origin story of Goofy.
0: Oh, God. Why is he so
2: goofy? Why is... Yeah. You know, because you know how sometimes the funniest people are just... They're doing because they've got a lot of pain. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, the tears, tears of, of a clown. clown. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, I want to yep. see Goofy. Directed by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I want to see
1: Call Me By Her Name, but with mm. Goofy and Pluto.
2: Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. That's dope, yeah. dude. That is that dope. That is dope. dope. And instead of Italy... It's Disneyland. Oh, yeah. My but God. Disneyland Paris. Disneyland
0: yeah, Euro yeah, Disney. Yeah, it's gotta be yeah. Euro Disney. Yeah. It yeah. has to be at Euro Disney.
2: Yeah. Because there's like a cult. <laughs> they, they got a
0: different vibe going on there. Yeah.
2: It's different. It's I'm more, more like sensual and sex, and they have a yeah. different approach to sexuality. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Which I'm I'm down for it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to move there, even. Okay. actually, you? really, Yeah, learn a few things, or maybe they'll learn a few things from me. You'll teach them a few things.
2: And they say they You'll
0: New- show them around the block.
2: <laughs> and of the Hunter Valley region, Newcastle is probably the most pro <laughs> Yeah, I would
0: say so. I, I think so. Um, are you guys optimistic about the future of this Star Wars sequel trilogy?
2: Yeah, I think so. I feel like two out of three is not bad, you know? Yeah. If the last one's a dud, then that's okay. I've still got the memories we made along the way.
1: I I reckon I would have given a different answer before I saw Solo. But Mm. now Mm. Solo was a lot of fun, especially like I've already said, the last maybe like third or last half Mm. of the movie was so much fun Mm. that I want to see more of this world, you know? Mm. And maybe I don't care as much about the saga side of things, but I do enjoy watching Battles. Yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. I so. just
2: love Adam Driver's like uh, Angry Lips. Where he's yeah, like, you, can't, you can't, you can't. They they threw you out. They threw you out like you were nothing.
0: Oh my like, god, hey. that's a dead on Adam Driver.
2: I think about that a lot too. Yeah, that yeah. would also be in my Call Me By Your Name. He's crossover. there as well. Yeah, he's
0: watching it with the
1: force. Yeah, from some room elsewhere. Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah, he would be the Elio character. I think. You know, just frustrated by his yeah, own emotions. Yeah, for sure. Got a lot they to have learn. These are the same floppy hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'm really horny.
1: Yeah, I know, <laughs> <carry on. laughs> we're all there. We're all the same.
0: Honestly, topic. dude, I have not felt horny for months, and now I am barred up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for that. You're welcome, dude. That's what I'm here for.
1: Have I ruined this
0: podcast?
1: Thanks so much for talking to us, Fricka. That's all
2: right. Thanks for having me, guys. Where can
1: people find you? Well,
2: you can find me on Triple J Drive, 3 till 5.30 for the next little while.
0: Hell yeah, dude.
2: And then am I doing anything else? Not at the moment. What's your Instagram? At Jen Fricka with a G. And feel free to tell me if I'm smiling enough. If you want me to Mm -hmm. smile more or less.
1: Also, I'd like some of that feedback too. Yeah. Because I'm not sure what to do with my mouth a lot of the time. I mean, I can think of a couple of things.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) Cameron Moore
0: knows what to do with his nose.
1: (laughs) Um, Uh, Thank you
0: so much for joining us, Jen. Always a pleasure hanging out with you. Well, booty babies, that's the end of our Star Wars miniseries. Lex, what did you learn? I learned so much along the way. I truly
1: did. It honestly felt like a hero's journey. And this hero had two faces, yours and mine.
0: (laughs) I think it was really exciting. It was so much fun to talk about Star Wars, starting at the very beginning with Kurosawa and then going through and through to see how this series evolved and changed, how Lucas and other filmmakers were inspired by their art and their own art. Our timing worked
1: out very well with this, too, because we got to see a a new Star Wars movie Mm -hmm. live in the cinema. (laughs) Live. We got
0: to see Star Wars solo. Live. Performed by the cast. The original cast of Solo. <laughs> they <laughs> were there. It was
1: wonderful. It's like when you go to one of those Rocky Horror midnight screenings mm. or a room midnight screening and everyone's dressed up, except this was actually Olden Rack.
0: <laughs> I know. It was
1: like he was actually there. Because well, he was. He was. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of interesting for me because I got to go on the journey uh, that I didn't expect I was going to mm. go on. And I think the conclusion I came to was that. I don't think I care about the force. Mm. I think I really... It's so basic, but I, at the end of all of this, I think the main thing I took away was I like fun and I yeah. like things that don't take themselves too seriously and anything that is wrapped up in its own sense of mythology eventually starts to become a bit of a snooze to me. So yeah. I kind of like the fun
0: side of this saga. I think what I learned about myself was that I may have started out my life as a Star Wars fan, but now I'm a cinephile, and that's what comes first. I thought you
1: were going to say, but I'm going to end my life as a
0: Star Trek fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, JJ, you did it to me, baby.
1: <laughs> well, we've uh, we've talked a little bit about where we think the future of this franchise will go, what we hope is going to come up, and uh, since recording this, we've learned that The Boba Fett sequel spin-off has been announced Yeah How do you feel about that?
0: I'm excited Who's it directed by again?
1: Uh, Francis Ford Coppola Wow Godfather himself
0: (laughs) Uh, Though it's actually directed by Sorry It's actually directed by Martin Scorsese (laughs) Oh, Godfather himself. (laughs) Uh, Of course, it's directed by James Mangold, who did Logan, a movie that you loved very much. I liked Logan because it had an Aussie in it. Well, Boba Fett is canonically New Zealander, so (laughs) it is sick. We're close enough.
1: You know, we're no closer to uh, the spinoffs that I wanted to see, though. I'm talking about that Mace Windu spinoff. When Mm. are we
0: getting that? We have not heard news of a Mace Windu spin-off yet we have heard peep about those things it's neither here nor there at the moment or perhaps a gritty jar jar origin oh god if jar jar abrams could get his hands on his own autobiography that would be wonderful <laughs> for this are you excited for this boba fett series i hear it's going to be an actual western <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the new terminology for sci-fi isn't it they're like it's hey it's not just sci-fi it's actually a horror it's or
0: it's a western. western. It's a western.
1: <laughs> well, Solo was sort of doing that and Solo that's kind of an what actual I liked western. About
0: it. it was a, it's official, Solo yep. is a western. Yeah, I hope they get John Wayne back from the dead for these ones. <laughs> I hope they
1: get John Ford to uh to direct, direct these films. Oh,
0: that would be so good. Yeah,
1: those Vistas, man, man. The
0: Godfather.
1: <laughs> John um, Ford Coppola. <laughs> I feel like I'm excited about where these spin-off stories will go, more so Mm. than the actual saga itself. Yeah. So far, I've enjoyed Rogue One and Solo, Mm. and I really think that it's the universe, and honestly, it's just guns and lasers and monsters that are cool to me. We
0: didn't really talk too much about Rogue One in this. That's my greatest regret in life. I will tell you now, I don't like it very much. I I find it very hard to re-watch.
1: And I'll say, uh, for the record, that I have watched it twice. First time, didn't like it. Fell asleep in it, famously hated it. Mm -hmm. Second time... Loving it. <laughs> Loving it, baby. Came to life watching it on that second viewing. I don't know what it was, but there was something about it that was just fresh to me.
0: Oh, well, it's exciting and it's sad that we have ended our Star Wars miniseries. I'm excited to talk about different movies from now on. And of course, when another Star Wars movie does come out, we'll come back. We'll talk about how it is a reboot once again. Uh, but next week, we are starting a new little doubleheader. Mm-hmm. We are going to be discussing oceans 11 yes as oceans 8 comes out next week the heist movie i'm gonna get into a real heist mood for these two apps.
1: i'm gonna slip on a black turtleneck mm. and
0: perhaps rob a bank oh that's so exciting i love capitalism so do not dare treat it badly cameron
1: okay I'll that's wait.
0: canon i'm a capitalist
1: yeah you're a capitalist i'm an
0: anarchist yeah well that's why we have such an interesting dynamic So we will be discussing Ocean's Eleven, primarily the 2001 film directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring the second era of the Rat Pack. George Clooney, and Brad Pitt, and Matt Damon, and John Cheadle. (laughs) Are you going to list all 11? (laughs) And Carl Reiner, and and... And many more. Oh, you couldn't even get
1: through all 11.
0: No, too many. Too many. That might be my problem with the movies.
1: Is Scotty Kahn in this?
0: Scotty Khan's in it. Casey Affleck is in it. Many people related to famous people are in this movie. <laughs> so we will be talking mainly about that one. We will also touch on the 1960 Frank Sinatra original film. Mm. Um, starring the, starring original the rat- OG Rat Pack. The o- original gangster Rat Pack including Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, God. Are we
1: going to go through all of these? And
0: all the rest. Frank, obviously. (laughs) Mickey Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. (laughs) Um, We're going to touch on it, but I will tell you now, I just watched it for this podcast. Okay. And I highly recommend listeners do not watch that movie. (laughs) It was so boring and so dull. Spoilers. You can just watch the end credits on YouTube. That's probably enough for you. They'll give you the vibe. And uh, I, the remake is real good. Just watch that. I can't wait to talk about Instead
1: it. Instead of watching the original uh, Ocean's Eleven, would you recommend someone just listen to a Frank Sinatra song?
0: Listen to a Frank Sinatra song. Look at a picture of him and the gag. It's <laughs> way better than the movie. The movie it was it was so dull. I will talk about it at you, Cam. I'm not prescribing you to watch this either. All right. It's definitely not worth talking about much more. But the remake is awesome. I can't wait to talk about that. And I can't wait to talk about and see the reboot starring Sandra Bullock, Ocean's 8. I can't wait to figure out why there's only eight of them instead of 11. Well, who knows? Well, we'll Things get to change. that perhaps. Uh, you can talk to us on Twitter. I'm at this is Alexi Cameron's at I am Cameron James. That's mm-hmm. both of our handles on Instagram as well. You can talk to us both at Total Reboot Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at Total Reboot at net. BetaPods is, of course, a little network that we started with our friend Kyron, who's got an excellent podcast on this network as well, called Babe of the Day, where he and his friend Johanna go through notable people in history and talk about why they have a huge crush on them. I did an episode recently about Chewbacca, and I got a few more about some of my biggest celebrity crushes. Can I up ask you soon. a quick question? Uh, do you have a
1: crush on Chewbacca? I want to fuck Chewie.
0: Wow. I want to chew fucker. Oh, wow. That's incredible stuff. Thanks, man. Um, I'm... I'm really, I, I, I'm pansexual.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pans labyrinth sexual. I only want to fuck Yama del Toro monsters. <laughs> Imagine a big kaiju. Oh, God. What would you do in there? I bet God, get you get in and anything. hoof around the bean a bit.
0: I think you could exactly do that. <laughs> uh, if you like us, give us five stars on iTunes and in your review let us know what movie you'd like us to reboot ourselves we're gonna be doing some bonus episodes very soon because we'll say it we're gonna start a Patreon yeah and you'll be able to check out those apps on there very soon patronize us please we haven't set it up yet we're just giving you a thing just let us know if you would patronize us
1: yeah we'd love to be patronized by you because we so... we would
0: love to do it and you guys mean so much to us we'd love to give you a little bit of extra for it yeah we'll give you some extra stuff but you
1: have to patronise us in order to get it. (laughs) Uh, So recommend some uh, movies you'd like to see rebooted. For example, Pacific Rim, which was rebooted, sort of.
0: Yeah, we... Yeah. Cameron made his own little fan fiction novel of it, so we'll just read it on the air. It's called
1: Pacific Rim Job. Yeah. And uh, it's surprisingly... Not erotic. Yeah.
0: surprising it's quite scary. Yeah, I believe it begins with you trying to rim a Pacific monster and then you get sucked in and get scared. <laughs> and then it's like inner
1: space, but I'm inside a kaiju.
0: And not as funny. No it's It's not as funny as inner space. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye, baby. See you at the you. movies. <laughs> See you at the movies. <laughs> Specifically Ocean's 8th. If you're going to any sessions of Ocean 8th, we might be there.
1: Yeah, we're always there in the back watching the movie
3: Wait